Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here for another episode of the Life of a Fighter podcast. And before we jump into today's awesome topic of Lena's first birthday and what that's like for parents out there or expected parents, this episode and every episode is brought to you by the Life of a Fighter shop. Go to lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop, or you can just go to lifeofafighter.com. We have our tab on the top left. You can check out our Get Started page, which uh, goes into some different programs that we have, or you can just go to the shop and check out all the different eBooks, services, training packages, and you can even go to lofclothing.com and check out all the awesome clothing we got. So without further ado, well, let's jump on into today's podcast. So again, as I mentioned, I was talking about Lena's first birthday, and it's not more about Lena being one. It's more just about for the parents out there and the expected parents and the adults um, in that kind of error or in that, in that kind of time frame of your lives uh, for kids and how to manage, I think, time and just life in general, lifestyles, family, and all those variables that come up because I, I've had Ashley on here, my wife. Um, multiple times and, and even other parents and other adults that have just so many different things going on. And I think it's really applicable, not just even for parents, but just people that have busy lives and that need to just consider a whole bunch of different variables to get things done throughout the day. And I think that ultimately talking about these experiences and, and looking at how to learn from failures and make the successes even more, um, not just valuable, but more frequent, honestly, um, is huge. So I, I want to also talk about some of my failures throughout this last year, specifically for, I think, more of my body composition and some of the personal goals I set out and even just some kind of business things and everything related to that. And the biggest thing was I, it was kind of like a wake up because I, I, not that I don't track my weight and not that I don't track my body fat percentage, but I think sometimes looking at data can be one piece of the picture and then looking at actual visuals, another piece of the picture. And that's something that I've talked about actually numerous times for my clients and even in my own past, taking pictures, holding yourself accountable, um, not only just to your food to see what's coming into your body, but of your actual self to see progress. And, you know, to see myself at 20% body fat, which is really obviously high, especially it's kind of um, hypocritical to be to be a coach and to have 20% body fat and, and to be coaching athletes and professionals and even high fitness individuals that are trying to maintain 10% body fat or go from 20 to 15 or go from 16 to 12 or whatever the options are. And then to be sitting there myself at now about 20%, maybe like anywhere from 18 to 20%, um, I think it kind of depends 
on the, the machine, but I've been using in-body and I think it, it showed at about 20%, maybe it was 20.8, uh, my last scan and, and I knew what it was and I was like, okay, my, here's my plan, putting it together as far as, um, I was eating 50% carbs about, you know, uh, 30% fat and 20% protein or about 25, 25% split, which sounds high, right? Especially for carbs. A part of it was because I was getting back into lifting. I wanted to really make sure that, uh, my glycogen was up and that my muscles were getting the energy they need to re- recover and repair. And I've seen that in my lifts and I've seen that in my gains as far as actually getting my deadlifts back up to uh, north of 300, which for a while I was barely deadlifting 285 before I had Lena. And once I was done fighting, I had some hip issues and some labrum issues and, you know, just trying to focus more on, I think, um, functional maintenance and less of overall strength. But then, you know, really reflecting on looking at my body composition, looking at my body fat and saying, all right, I'm hovering around the high teens into low 20s, like... Part of the benefit to having strength isn't just lifting heavy shit, but it's to be able to have more muscle mass in general because then you can actually not only maintain more muscle mass because of those higher strength loads, but also grow more muscle mass. So that's something that was kind of a focus. And seeing the pictures this past weekend, even with my family in town, and and we went to a lake up here in um, North Carolina and see myself with my shirt off. And I was like, yeah, like I know what it looks like. Cause I see myself in the mirror, but then objectively look at a picture. It was like, wow, that's a real kind of kick in the ass of, you know, I knew I wanted to get below 20% body fat really closer to 15 and 12, but this is just kind of a little bit more of that really has got to happen now situation. It's now or never and stop being able to make excuses because that's something I think that we can all relate to. Even the, the professionals out there, it's easy to say like, ah, oh, you know what? I've come from home from a hard day. You know, I teach classes. I, I work with clients one-on-one. I have my online, my online clients and I'm, I have the business that I've run and the digital content I produce and, you know, I'm managing more coaches now and, and just in charge of so many different things that willpower can run out by the time I get my own workout in. I kind of want to eat like my favorite snack recently has been um, dried mangoes and a cookie from the bakery, <laughs> which that's another kind of discipline variable. Um, that for those of you that don't know, like my, my in-laws own a bakery here in Asheville called Geraldine's Bakery, which is an amazing place. The downside is I have a key to that bakery. So at least once a week, really more like twice a week, my wife will call me out and say three times a week. I'm starting to track that obviously even more so, so I can really kind of hold it accountable. I'd probably say one to two times a week. I'm getting cookies either in the morning time or at night is the worst time. And I know better, but it's also, again, that kind of willpower variable and justifying it. Well, you know, it fits my macros. Well, I had to really kind of take an honest look and look at my macro split and say that's, that's not where my macros should be, honestly, for what my goals and what my body composition activity levels are at the current moment. So all of that put together saying basically, I've already talked about this from my last in-body scan. Uh, I already started making an adjustment to going closer to about 40% carbs, 30% fat, and 30% protein. And really trying to get closer to like 35% protein and all the other macros kind of equally splitting with it. Um, which is, is especially since not just this weekend, but like the week before really for, for um, whatever reason, it, it kind of even I started reflecting a little bit more and really paying attention to the data on that. And um, even though I logged my food every day, I wasn't really looking at my macros as much. Honestly, I was just kind of getting it down and making sure I hit at least 150 grams of protein and making sure I had those kind of key variables and keeping my sugars under, uh, really has been more like 150 grams. My goal has now shifted to under 85, 
which even that's kind of high, maybe closer to 65 is going to be the ultimate goal. But all this being said, the reason I bring all this up is to relate to all everyone out there that thinks they may be like kind of kicking themselves in the ass, like, oh, I set these goals. And you know what? I'll be honest. I, I have other goals I've been setting for business and we've been crushing those goals. And even for passing on my academic goals, I've been crushing that. And even goals um, with my own clients and stuff, we've been crushing that. But I found that I kind of let my own personal goals with my body composition fall to the wayside. And I think that I think everyone can kind of relate to that to one extent or another, whether it's not even your own personal physical goals. But one thing I did find when I was fighting actively, I did realize like there was even financial goals I set for myself that I'd let fall to the wayside because I was like, well, you know, this is my priority. And I found it hard to find that balance. And I'm still seeking that out. And that's the biggest thing I think that if I'm transparent and honest with everyone, that my balance is key. From when I talk to a lot of people, that's part of it too. So the reason I bring this up is A, some more accountability for myself, but B, for you guys to kind of just be able to relate and understand like, hey, even the best in the world can kind of slip. Now, obviously I shouldn't be slipping this far. That's kind of part of the accountability. And another variable is lack of sleep. Even when I am eating clean, you know, if you're sleeping six hours interrupted every two hours, um, there's a lot of variables, whether it's cortisol or neurotransmitter uh, generation or creation and balancing there that, that gets interrupted that can really play a variable and a factor. So getting the low hanging fruit of like, okay, um, changing my actual activities based on my sleep schedule. That's something easy I can adjust, which I already started to, um, or just looking at, Hey, on those days, I'm going to eat less no matter what. And honestly, just having a backup system, like one of my coaches and one of my really great friends, Chuck, um, he's been on the podcast, Chuck Campagna. He's a coach himself. Um, he's a competitor and he's also got his own family. He's got a corporate life. He has a gym. Um, all these things that, you know, just having accountability, buddy, even these strength coaches, like even my own strength coach, checking in with them, my own dietitian, checking in with them more and kind of not letting it fall to the wayside. Instead of doing my once a month check-ins, doing them weekly, holding myself a little bit more accountable, really making goals public. And now another goal I'm going to write up on the rogue combat club goal wall that I have is I, I wrote, you know, um, business related goals and academic related goals, but I got to write up another goal now from body fat percentage and body composition. So that kind of holds it to another layer of accountability. So again, kind of went off a weird road related to the, the topic of Lena's birthday. But first I had to say, it was an amazing weekend. It was amazing to see Lena turn one and all the freaking amazing things that you you see and change. And honestly, if gaining some weight was part of me seeing that and being closer with my daughter and and family, then I would totally do that because I can always lose the weight and I'm going to, and I progressively have, I will continue to do that. But also finding that balance, like knowing, hey, it's kind of hypocritical if Lena sees me eating a cookie and she sees like now she's at the point where she can't talk, but she'll see me eating a cookie in front of her and she wants to grab it now. And I'm going to not let her have it because I want to try and have her go as long as possible without having processed sugars and having fruit instead of as an option. So I'll hand her a piece of the dehydrated mango instead or give her a piece of something else. Um, like some vegetables and things like that. So for the good or the bad, having her eat what I want to eat or eat what's in front of me and having her see that and setting an example, like she'll also eat the broccoli or the vegetables or the, the chicken that I put in front of my plate and anything we put in front of her, she'll eat. She's an amazing eater as far as she's not picky. She eats whatever. So I just have to, it's a reminder to myself, which is kind of cool. So again, bringing it back to everybody listening, 
really kind of make sure you have the plan and hold yourself accountable, not by yourself solely. Find someone, a friend. Again, that's what I love about the kudos program that we have, about my pro coach program and all the different programs we have at Life of a Fighter. Adds the accountability, adds the plan, adds the programming. When things don't work out, because things don't always work perfectly the first time, you make adjustments. And that's the thing. I had my first plan, plan A, 50% carbs. Now I go to plan B or an adjustment to plan A. I'm going to go to 40% carbs. And then progressively, I'm probably going to transition to even lower and lower and see how my body responds, how my lifts go, how my aerobic output is and how all my blood work comes back and nutrient levels and, and my hydration panels and, and my blood composition overall, and my visceral fat and see all those different variables and how the body responds. So have some data and markers you want to look at, create a plan, have someone be able to hold you accountable or a team or a group of people or hold yourself accountable beyond just yourself with ways of making it public and then reevaluate openly and frequently. And that's something we've talked about in a bunch of different podcasts. And you'll hear, you know, Johnny Buck, the owner of Rogue, talk about on his social media. So I think that's a great person to follow. Um, obviously, myself and a bunch of the coaches we have here. And find people that inspire you to remind yourself. Like, one thing I work with clients a lot on too is why are we here? Why are we doing this? Why is this an important goal to you? And it can't just be all oh, because I want it. We have to really deep down dive into, you know, ask yourself why eight times. And I think I've talked about this in past episodes. Uh, Joe DeFranco had a great coach on it. It talks about, you know, uh, six, seven, eight method. And basically ask the question, why? What's your first answer? Why? Because I want to be healthy. Well, why do you want to be healthy? Because um, let's say my parents died of a heart condition. I know it's a genetic issue. Well, why do you care about that? Well, because I have kids and I want to make sure that I'm there for them. Okay, now we're starting to get into some important wise, the three, the four, and the five times you ask why, you dive deeper and deeper in. You start to get to the real reasons why. And by the time you get to that eighth answer why, you have something really down to your root core that's going to hold you accountable when you're starting to waver. You're like, ah, oh, well, why don't I just have that cookie? This is the reason why I'm not going to do that and I'll put it off until tomorrow. And what I found to be at least effective for me, what I do is I get the cookie and I get the mangoes. What I do is I leave it on my counter and I say, I'll have it tomorrow. And I did that when I was 17. This is the first time I found it really effective. And I'll share the story and I'll kind of call it at that is when I first had to lose weight um, or not had to, but I chose to. And that's the other thing too. It's got to, most of the time, it's got to be a choice. Sometimes medical conditions will make it a have to, but you still have to figure out the why and want to do it yourself too. But anyways, going back to the want, um, when I was about 16, 17, I used to love these like intimate chocolate cakes. So what I did is I would usually have it with a glass of milk or a couple slices. And this one day I decided to have it change. I cut the cake and I put it out in front of me and I just looked at it for like 15, 20 minutes. Cause I'm a psycho like that. And I challenged myself. I'm like, Hey, use discipline. See if you could do this. And then I just stared at it and I went to bed and I did that same thing the next day and I went for a run and then I just kept progressively building it. So that's going to be kind of what I, I want you to kind of take away from this is it's okay to want something. The difference is can you give yourself the tools and the discipline and the plan to find and, and, and figure out why you're not going to have it and then how do you continuously do that on a day in and day out basis? And I think that's what's kind of one of the takeaways I think you can get from like AA or any kind of the anonymous groups is the serenity prayer. And one of the variables of the serenity prayers is knowing what you can control and focusing on that and just taking it one step at a time, one minute at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time, and just keep progressively doing that and building. And that's really it, guys. So again, it was Lena's birthday. It's amazing to see her at one years old in this trip. 
to realize you don't need to operate with a bunch of sleep, apparently. Not that that's healthy. I don't recommend that for everyone, but it's amazing to see what the body can do, um, you know, in four, six hours of sleep consistently. And using discipline, I think it's come in handy from being a professional athlete, utilizing a lot of that same discipline with other aspects of my life to see the business continuously grow and the partnerships we've been able to work on and all those things. But yeah, guys, again, have the plan, hold yourself accountable, figure out metrics and and, and data points that you want to use to see your success, have visuals as well, take pictures, and it's okay if you fail, but don't just accept failure and then just let that snowball into an excuse. Hold yourself accountable. Keep checking it. And if you need help, let us find someone, whether it's us here at Life of a Fighter, whether it's someone else that you have, just get help to keep you moving down that path that's going to be healthy and mental, physical, and emotional in every aspect of it. So that's pretty much it, guys. Again, happy birthday to Lena. Um, It's amazing to, again, see it. And to all those parents out there, keep kicking ass. You, you got this for a reason and for everyone that's just kind of fighting for that dream again what's your fight that's kind of the principles of this company you're all fighting for something remind yourself what that fight is and why you're doing it all right y'all peace so i just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching listening consuming that episode if you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already please like uh please comment if you haven't reviewed please leave a review if you haven't followed or subscribed please do that as well again it tremendously helps us out and then just a quick reminder if you guys want more resources we have them below we have our programs everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter so if you haven't signed up for that do so below it's free and that is it y'all see you on the next one